This is Sound Memories. Sonic portraits from death in the digital age. Here, we hear varying takes on how and where we remember the dead in our changing world. Today, we hear from Ariaf, a community organizer turned cemetery manager. Ariaf oversees the eight public cemeteries and two public crematories in the southwest England city of Bristol. On a sunny autumn day, Ariaf drove me from site to site, some from the 1800s, some the 1970s, and talked to me about the future of cemetery space in the city. So as you can see, we're just coming up to, um, there's a wall in front of us, and you can just see some headstones popping out. That is um, Avonview Cemetery. I'm just going to turn into the gate to our right. What does a cemetery look like? There are people that think Victorian cemeteries are fantastic spaces because they have lovely headstones and they have great biodiversity, but they were there for their time. If we are to provide a new cemetery, do we make it look like a Victorian cemetery? We're no longer in Victorian times. It's a very modern world. It's a very different world. We've touched upon a more diverse community. Our cemeteries need to reflect that. When I came into the service, and I come from a community participation background, what I saw was, oh, we oh, we always done it this way. We've always done it this way. We've always done it this way. And I think, well, why have we always done it this way? So my question was why? And it's the list to this day. Why, why, why are we doing this? Did I ever think I was going to be working in cemeteries? Uh, no. I come from a background that is supposed to be challenging. So community work is about challenging structures. So that's the first thing that I brought into is challenging certain things, challenging the status quo. We need to look at how we design any future cemetery. Uh, I think some people do need a physical space to go. It doesn't necessarily have to be by graveside. If we get out of the car very quickly, I just want to show you the memorial gardens where we have the cremated remains. Eighty percent of people do get cremated, but we do have a, a growing population within Bristol that their religious preference is that they are buried and not cremated. Uh, in South Bristol, uh, one of our cemeteries, we have a Jewish section, a Chinese section, a Baha'i section, an Islamic section. But our chapels are very Christian-like; they're very church-like. So why is it that our chapel is still looking like it looks? Surely it should be a space where all communities can come in. Just a little walk down to keep safe. So there's a huge tree. I won't know what kind of tree it is. But we still got headstones to our left and right. I, I can I can see why people want to go to a space where the where the ashes are or where the, where a burial has happened because that's their the last physical embodiment of that person. But then whether I would want to do that, I think I'd I've not lost anybody that close yet. Probably not, I, I think. Uh, I think I'd rather have something else to remember that person by rather than the last place where they were placed in the ground. As this position changed my own feelings about mortality and memory, I think whether it's this position or whether it's just the natural progression of having a, a young child, I, I look at it from the perspective of what would my, my child think, her memory. Thank you.
of me, not necessarily my memory of, because I won't have a memory if I'm passed away. I want to make sure that my daughter has as many positive memories of us as possible, and not necessarily about thinking about death, if that makes sense.